Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast, episode number 54. So earlier this week, a member of the Lose Weight, Live Life Facebook community, which is a free Facebook community for women in their fabulous F years, their 40s and 50s and beyond. So do come and join us if you would like to look up Lose Weight, Live Life on Facebook. Anyway, so a, a lady in that community asked, why do I want chocolate and cake when I know they are not good for my health? And this is a really good question and one that I get asked frequently. And so that's what I'm going to talk to you about on today's podcast, because we can get so frustrated with ourselves, can't we? When we wonder why it is we want to eat these foods when we really don't want to, or we know they're good not good for our health. But before I do that, I want to let you know that I am now taking enrollments for the next Lose Weight, Live Life Mastermind. This is my six month small group coaching program where I work closely with a very small group of ladies, a maximum of eight, for weekly coaching for six months. We start at the end of September, but if you think that this might be of interest to you, then check it out as soon as possible. Firstly, because there are only a small number of places remaining, but also because if you enroll before midnight on Sunday, that is Sunday the 5th of September, you will get an additional six months membership to the Lose Weight Live Life Academy as an enrollment bonus, which on top of the six months that you usually get gives you a full 12 months of weight loss support. So come check out all the details at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash mastermind. So chocolate, cake, ice cream, bread, toast, sweets, biscuits, crisps, cheese and crackers, wine and gin. These are just some of the foods that you tell me you want to eat that you know are contributing to you being overweight, being unhappy, and for some of you being physically unhealthy and depressed too. So given that we are all intelligent human beings, given that we can manage teams and projects and families, given that we can do so much, why can't we do the simple thing of not eating these foods when we want to lose weight and be healthier? And this is the question I'm addressing here today because it's the source of so much frustration, unhappiness, misery and shame. Because of course being human and the fact that we, especially as women, and I know that most of you but not all of you listening are women, we blame ourselves. We think that there is something wrong with us, that we are weak-willed, that we're not disciplined enough, that we're incapable in some way. And the reason is simply this, you have learned to over-desire them because when you eat them, you get a reward in your brain in the form of the neurotransmitter dopamine. And when you repeatedly complete the desire reward cycle, it gets delegated to your lower consciousness, so it feels very automated. Just like driving a car does once you are proficient at it, it becomes just something that you do. So let's look at this in more detail and break it down to see exactly what is going on. So number one, you are programmed to eat to survive. We humans and all animals are biologically programmed 
designed, if you like, to do things that keep us alive. And one of those things that we need to do is eat. And for animals in the wild and even humans in the cave human era of 10 to 30,000 years ago, eating was dangerous. Going out and foraging for food, catching animals or fish was risky business that us humans and wild animals are motivated to do by our primal brain. Because when we eat, it feels pleasurable. Eating feels good because when we eat, and in fact, even when we anticipate eating, the neurotransmitter dopamine is released in the brain and this reward that we get from eating motivates us to eat again and so we start to feel desire for food. Now, the definition of desire is simply a strong feeling of wanting something or wishing something to happen. So the first thing to know is that you are programmed to eat. This programming is mostly happening in your primal brain, which is the part of your brain that you have in common with other animals. And this part of your brain believes that you need dopamine to survive. That's the way it has been designed. All right. So the second thing that I want you to know is that chocolate and cake give your brain more dopamine than apples and broccoli and nuts and chicken. The thing with these foods that we consider bad for our health, that we also find it difficult not to eat, is that they are all processed and refined in some way. We rarely crave whole naturally occurring foods. The foods we tend to crave, and I'm going to call it over desire, are those foods that I mentioned earlier on. The chocolate, cake, ice cream, bread, toast, sweets, biscuits, crisps, cheese, crackers, wine, gin. And why is that? Well, it's because the concentration of sugar or flour or fat or alcohol or a combination of these causes our brain to release far more dopamine than is released when we eat the apples, nuts or chicken. We feel more pleasure from eating these foods and our primal brain programmed to make us desire things that gives us dopamine because that's how our brain works to ensure our survival thinks that these foods must be incredibly important because when we eat them we get this huge dopamine hit and not only that but the more we eat these foods and the more dopamine we constantly have flooding our brain the less effective our dopamine receptors become so we end up having to eat more and more of the foods to get the same amount of pleasure from them and not only that but in comparison eating the apple, nuts or chicken becomes less compelling because the contrast of the small amount of dopamine we get from eating those starts to feel very insignificant and is not noticeable. Now, some of you may have done diets in the past where you gave up the refined chocolates, cake and biscuits. And when you did, you noticed that suddenly whole fruit tasted sweeter. You maybe started to get more pleasure from eating those unprocessed foods that you used to find so unappealing. And of course, the food industry knows exactly what to put in foods to ensure that we over-desire them and that we keep coming back for more so that we keep buying more and more of them. All right, so the third thing that I want you to know is that this over-desiring of these foods is a learned response. In addition to the physiological dopamine response we get from eating them, we also respond cognitively. So babies aren't born over-desiring sweets, chocolate and crisps. It's only by eating those foods, experiencing the dopamine surge and then cognitively recognising the pleasure we get and thinking thoughts like that feels good, that tastes delicious, that we start to process the connection between the food and the reward. And then when we repeat this behaviour enough times, it becomes an automated response so that we're not even aware of it. Repetition allows the learning to become unconscious. Our brains evolved so that anything we repeat gets delegated to the lower brain, where our actions are programmed subconsciously. 
Some of you may have learned about the Russian scientist Pavlov and his dogs in school like I did. You may remember the experiment where Pavlov would ring a bell and the dogs would drool in anticipation of getting the food reward. Now this was Pavlov demonstrating a learned response to the anticipation of food in his dogs. So what happened was Pavlov was studying digestion in the dogs when he noticed that they would drool when they heard the lab technicians walking down the corridor, which they had come to associate with the fact that they were about to get fed. Now, unlike the salivary response to the presentation of food, which is an unconditioned reflex, salivating in response to the expectation of food is conditioned. It is a learned response. And Pavlov proved this because he continued his experiments to demonstrate the dogs could unlearn the response too. And so to stop this response, he would have the technicians walk down the hall in their clogs, but then not feed the dogs. And then they lost the expectation and they eventually stopped drooling in anticipation that they would get fed. And the same thing is happening for us with desire. Our thoughts, our habits, driven by the pleasure that we get from dopamine, have created this conditioned response. And our triggers may be, you know, in the evening when we sit down in front of television, when we go to a coffee shop, when we have our morning coffee, or even the end of our main meal signaling it's time for something sweet. But this is all a learned conditioned response. The fourth thing I want you to consider is the role that society and culture plays in our learned over-desire of these foods. I'm guessing that you, like I, grew up being rewarded with sweet foods such as ice cream or chocolate or sweets. Maybe you, like I, were given a biscuit to distract you from the pain of falling over and scraping your knee. Maybe you associate cake with love and connection of celebrating a birthday with family and friends. Maybe you, like I, associate that Friday night feeling or having finished work and anticipating a fun weekend with savouring a cold glass of wine or a gin and a tonic. Using food to help us feel good when we don't feel good and using food to help us feel even better when we do feel good is a part of our society and culture. Not only have we overlearned the connection between the pleasure of eating these foods from the dopamine they give us, but we've also learned a complex series of thought and emotional patterns, again, so familiar to us, they are delegated to our lower consciousness as a part of being humans in the world in which we live today. And hence we learn to use these foods to self-medicate when we're hurt, tired, cold, bored, frustrated, lonely, overwhelmed, or feeling overworked or underloved. So this is what is going on in a nutshell. And the good news is that you can totally unlearn your over-desire of certain foods, or all foods, essentially the foods you over-desire. Unlike the other animals, you have an amazing human brain that allows you to manage your primal brain when you know how to do that. Your desire for these foods is your conditioned response. That's why it feels out of control. Now, the dogs couldn't think about their desire in that way, but we humans can. The way that you can unlearn anything on purpose is by using your prefrontal cortex, which is your higher human brain. And it's by following a process of learning how to allow the desire. I often call it the urge and not respond to it. And please know that this is different to resisting it which is what we automatically try and do. We try to use willpower to resist it and that will only work for a limited time. It's not a long-term solution. And it's by uncovering your automated thoughts about those foods and understanding how you are using them to help you feel better when you don't feel great and feel amazing when you feel good. And of course, this is exactly the work that we do in the Lose Weight Live Life Mastermind where you get help and coaching support every week to help you unlearn the desire for the foods you over-desire. 
to help you see your delegated thought patterns so that you can become aware of them and then update them to being the thought patterns of someone who no longer eats to feel better, unless of course you choose to on purpose, of being the person who no longer feels out of control around food. Okay, so thanks for listening. Um, One more thing I want you to consider. I'm recording this podcast on the 1st of September. And if you're listening to it early in September, I want you to consider you have four months of 2021 left. That is a lot of time for you to decide what else you want to achieve this year. That's a lot of time for you to practice stepping into becoming the person you want to be even more than the person you are right now listening to this. What would you love to be different on the 31st of December 2021? What would you like to be celebrating, having achieved, or be celebrating about who you are being, how you are showing up in your life? I want you to know that you can create whatever you want. You can be whoever you want. You get to choose. So I am going to go off and journal on that right now because I'm so excited for autumn and winter and the run up to Christmas. The next four months are my favourite and often most productive and transformative parts of the year. And I would love for you to give yourself the gift of doing that too. Give yourself the time and space to think about what you want, to decide what you want and to think about everything that you can do to create that for yourself. Okay, now that really is it for today. Just one last thing, if you're interested in the six month small group coaching support, go to www.thebestyou forward slash mastermind and find out the details. And if there are still spaces available, sign up and get the help and support to help you create an amazing relationship with food by taking control and finding food freedom. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership programme, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.